0: But Katie, you already have a following. What if I'm starting from zero? It's not easy to gain more followers on Instagram. We can all admit that it takes a lot of work, especially if you have a brand new account. It's all about finding the right Instagram strategy for you. The strategy that you use differs a lot depending on where you are right now. And I think that's why a lot of people come to me with the question of how to get started from zero because the strategies that I'm using right now, trying to grow from 20,000 followers on, it's going to be a little bit different than if you are getting started totally from scratch. So today I want to share the first five things that I would do with a brand new Instagram account. If I was going to start from zero today, these are the things that I would do. So if you're starting from scratch, this is the podcast episode for you. Keep on listening. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club Podcast is a workshop style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and that community is more important than competition, this club is open to everyone. Come and join us. The very first thing that I would do if I was starting my Instagram over completely from scratch, from zero followers, is first of all, get super clear on what I'm offering. What is the purpose of your Instagram account? What are you going to offer your followers? Those are the initial questions that you need to be asking yourself. I think a lot of people get started just thinking, oh, it sounds fun to be an influencer, or like, I like the idea of being a content creator and that's fine and good. There's nothing wrong with having those feelings, but those feelings alone are not going to lead to success or growth on Instagram. And so it's important that you figure out not what your followers can do for you, but what you can do for your followers. Speaking of your followers, another really important question you need to ask when you're getting started is, who are the people you're trying to offer that value to? Who is your ideal audience? Now, I want to emphasize here, right now, we're not talking about just finding a niche, because I really think that this conversation is actually deeper than that. It's more about what you have to offer. And the reason right now in this episode, because I have talked about niches before, but the reason why... I'm saying, you know, this isn't about finding a niche. It's because I think a lot of people get stuck in the idea that niches are these fixed categories that you can pick from. So when you hear find a niche, you think, okay, so that means I either need to be like a beauty creator or a fashion creator or a travel creator or a fitness creator. Like you think that there's these defined categories and there definitely are like sort of established categories, but you don't have to just... Pick from what other people have established as genres or categories online. Instead, what you can think about is what value you have to bring to an audience or what you want to share with your followers. I really believe that everyone has something to share. There's a lot of people that struggle with imposter syndrome, which is also something I've talked about a lot on this podcast, which is the feeling that, you know, you're not an expert, you don't have anything to offer. But I really, really think that everyone does, even if it's just teaching somebody that's a couple steps behind you on the journey. You just have to figure out what it is that you can offer and then how you can make that relevant in someone else's life. This is a major mindset shift that I think a lot of people who are interested in getting started on Instagram need to make. And that is thinking about kind of what I was saying before, not what you can get out of being an influencer, but what you can provide. Because That's really what's going to allow you to actually grow, because trust me, I have seen countless accounts of people that are like, why aren't I growing? Why aren't I growing? And it's like, well, you pretty much just have a personal Instagram that's not really offering anything of interest to people. So you got to figure out in the context of somebody who has no idea who you are, why would they want to start following you and then come up with that reason? And that's kind of going to be what you're offering. I would also like recommend starting to pay attention to some of your own habits of who you follow, because that can be a really, really good way to start figuring out what your ideal audience might be interested in. Now it depends because sometimes you're speaking to an audience that's like very different from you, but sometimes your audience might be pretty much Somebody like you, right? And then in that case, it's very helpful to look at the kind of people that you're interested in following and what is it that makes you follow somebody new. When you come across a new creator on Instagram, what about them makes you hit the follow button? Like what intrigues you or convinces you to want to see more content from them? Really dive into this and start brainstorming it. And I would recommend even creating a list and just writing out what are the reasons that led you to decide to follow someone new. And then once you have those reasons written out, you can start to see a bit of a pattern in maybe it's a certain type of content, maybe it's a really effective bio, maybe it's really great highlights or consistent story posts. And then you can use that formula to kind of create your own content strategy that is going to help to convince your ideal audience to follow you. Really, at the end of the day, what this whole figuring out what you're offering thing is about is you're trying to figure out how you can get other people interested in what you do. And trust me, this is a lot easier said than done. The internet is an attention economy, and there are a lot of people out there fighting for the attention of just about any potential target demographic. So you really have to think about how you are going to offer something interesting, encouraging, entertaining, educating enough to get people to stop and actually follow your content. So you really want to start out this whole process of growing, thinking about not what you want to post, but rather how you can create something that's going to attract an audience. I think a lot of us start from the standpoint of what would I like to post? And, you know, it's important that you enjoy what you're doing and you need to make sure that there's a balance between doing what your audience wants and what makes you happy. And that's something that I'm personally like always on a journey of trying to figure out how to balance all of that. But if you are prioritizing growth and you want to get to that, you know, hundred followers milestone or whatever, you do have to think about what can you create that is going to be interesting to others, not just interesting to you. Lastly, once you get clear on your offer, I recommend in terms of building out a content strategy that you start by breaking down that value or that offer or that niche, whatever you wanna call it, into three to five pillars. This will allow you to create multiple themes within your content rotation so you can keep it fresh and stay inspired with what you're creating. It'll also help you with the next tip in this top five list, which is staying consistent. You've heard it before, consistency, it truly is imperative to be consistent with your content creation and your branding if you want to grow on Instagram. So number two, be consistent. In the beginning, it might feel like you're posting for nobody, which if you do feel like that, and trust me, I have felt like that for the majority of my career as a content creator. Um, it's probably not actually true. Even if there is only one person viewing your content, that is one person that you can educate, entertain, or inspire. But either way, You need to get into the routine of posting as if you had like 100K followers, like really give yourself that accountability to say, this is how frequently I would want to post if I knew there was a ton of people watching. Try to think about your ideal situation where you have this huge audience. How often would you want to be posting for them? Would you be jumping on your stories multiple times a day to update about what's going on in your life? And would you be posting on your feed daily or creating reels? Whatever it is, start doing that now. You don't have to let imposter syndrome get in the way. Just start posting that often because it really is by creating this content and doing it consistently that you're gonna actually be able to attract that whole audience to start following you. If you don't and you wait around to have that audience in order to start posting that frequently, then you will just never have that audience. So you have to just get started giving yourself that accountability that it is worthwhile posting frequently, even if you don't have a big audience yet. You can't expect people to start following an empty account with only like a few posts. You have to start building up a portfolio of valuable content so then when people arrive at your profile, either through finding you on Reels or the Explore page or through the recommendation of a friend or somebody they follow on Instagram, then they'll be able to scroll through your feed and get a real sense of what you have to offer them. Then they will actually be way more convinced to hit that follow button. This is also important if you want to eventually work with brands, like if we're thinking long-term goals, you need to have a portfolio built up of quality content so then your potential brand partners will actually get a sense of what you might be able to offer in, in the exchange. The more often you post content, the better you'll also get at writing captions, at designing graphics, at editing your images or your reels. The better you get at creating content, the more likely someone will want to follow you because obviously you're honing your craft. You're getting better at offering the value that you provide. This is just a perfect example of practice makes perfect. If you don't start practicing, you're never going to have the quality of content that's necessary in order to build the level of audience that you want. Building up a library of content is not only a great way for attracting potential followers, but also for experimenting with different types of content. This will provide you with more data to look at so that you can actually determine in a quantitative way what posts perform the best, like what received the most likes, shares, comments, saves, etc. This will help you create a better content plan for the future. But you can't really depend on Instagram insights, just as an aside, until you've had at least a few months of posts to review and analyze. So I really would not get caught up too much in the likes, comments, et cetera, until you have probably six months or maybe even more of very consistent content to look back on and see the trends. I would also recommend really focusing on being consistent with your branding, your voice, and your values. This doesn't just mean your colors or your aesthetic, like having the same Lightroom filter on all your photos, which, don't get me wrong, it can be important, but also figure out what do you stand for? What are you against? What feelings do you want to invoke? How do you want your followers to view you? You get the idea. Once you develop your branding, you got to be consistent with it. And of course, if you're a personal brand, you want this stuff to be consistent to who you actually are as a person anyway. So this shouldn't be that difficult. And, you know, we all have room to grow and change, but it's important that you're consistent in your branding so that your followers don't get confused. One thing you can do to help with consistency is by making the process as convenient as possible. And I'm talking about here consistency when it comes to content creation. So you can do that by, one, planning your content in advance. So making a strategy, deciding what posts you're going to post when, what the content of those posts is going to be, what's the desired outcome, what's the goal that you're working towards with this content. And then two, by batching your content. So batch working to create all of your photos at once, writing all of your captions at once, designing all your graphics at once. That's going to help you because you'll be able to make the feeling consistent across all of your writing. You'll be able to make sure that you're using the same colors, fonts, style, whatever, on your graphics. That'll help you create more consistent content in terms of the brand, and it'll also just be more efficient. I find that by doing all of my reels at once or all of my photos at once or whatever, it's a lot more convenient than trying to work it into my daily schedule in order to post as consistently as I do. The third thing that you can do is create hashtag groups. So figure out what hashtags are going to be associated with each kind of content pillar you have, and then try to use those consistently so that you can continue to reach new audiences that are relevant to your brand. And then number four, Choose a posting schedule that's comfortable with you and works into your daily schedule. So, for instance, it's very advantageous if you can make this happen to spend time engaging on Instagram before and after you post something new to your feed. So, if you can post it at a time that works for you to be able to spend some time engaging with your audience, that's going to be very helpful. So, choose your schedule based on when you're most likely to be able to engage and less on when you think your audience is going to be online. Cause in reality, people are on Instagram all day long. You don't have to worry too much about when your audience is going to be online. Of course, you can always check your Instagram insights as time goes on to see that. But I find that there's not really any huge spikes or differences. So choose a posting schedule that works for you. And that also means how frequently can you post without getting totally stressed and overwhelmed? Like maybe you need to post only twice a week rather than five times a week or whatever, in order to actually be consistent. Cause you also don't want to post like 10 times in one week. And then, Oh, all of a sudden next week, I only have time to post one thing because that's not very consistent, obviously. And your followers won't know what to expect from you. So choose a posting schedule that works for you. Finally, if you want more information on consistency, I actually have an entire podcast episode about how to create consistently on any platform. I kind of give you my tips and tricks of how I stay consistent with posting on Instagram seven times a week, posting on YouTube once a week, doing a podcast once a week, all that stuff and and how I keep that up and stay organized with all of it. So that will be linked in the show notes, but you can also just, um, if you're on, you know, your podcast up or whatever, scroll back and look for the post called how to create consistently and you will find it. Number three, this is the third step that I would take if I was totally starting from scratch on a brand new Instagram account and trying to grow it. And that is actually starting another platform alongside specifically a platform of evergreen content. So I know before I get into the details, I just have to acknowledge you might be thinking, Katie, I'm already trying to grow my Instagram. Why would I start going somewhere else too? This seems like a lot of extra work and you're right. it, It definitely is extra work, but hopefully I can convince you that it is definitely worth it. So just like the name indicates, evergreen content stays useful season to season, year to year, with little or no need for upkeep. It can be referenced long after it was originally published, and even then it still provides value. And there's different platforms that sort of promote this structure of content. So even though Reels are making it easier to create viral content on IG and Trust me, I've talked about that a lot. I have lots of episodes about how important Reels are for growth. Overall, without Reels, the platform doesn't really have a ton of built-in discoverability. Most people on Instagram are scrolling through their homepage and seeing content from people who they already are following. They're not necessarily seeking out new people to follow unless they are scrolling through Reels or see content recommended by someone they're already following. On the other hand, platforms like TikTok, YouTube, even podcasting or blogging, these are places where people are going out to find specific content related to their interest or what they might want to learn rather than just seeing content from people they're already following. And I know TikTok might kind of stick out to you here because you think, oh, well, how is TikTok that different from Instagram? The biggest difference is. The page that you land on when you open the app is the for you page. It's not the following page. It would be as if Instagram opened up directly to the explore page. You're automatically seeing content on TikTok, not based on who you're following, but based on what your interests are. And because of that, there is a ton of discoverability for new creators on TikTok. That's why I really want to encourage you. If you're trying to grow on Instagram, maybe consider starting a YouTube channel Creating a podcast, a blog, or even posting on TikTok, or using something like Pinterest, which is also a social search engine tool that can help you get your content out to new audiences. I actually did a whole podcast on Pinterest recently, uh, so make sure you keep your headphones in for a little bit longer and go check out that episode after you're finished listening to this one. But all of these platforms have built in discoverability that can really help you drive traffic. To your Instagram. And as I mentioned, these platforms can bring traffic to you long after your content's actually published. So you can feel good about the amount of effort that you put into your podcasts or your YouTube videos, because people can listen to them and get value from them and end up following you on Instagram way after you've actually posted it. Like my YouTube videos from years ago still get views now because they're still relevant and have information that's helpful to people and people are finding them through search. And then they end up following me on Instagram. So as much as it sounds like a lot of extra work, investing in an evergreen platform is really going to be helpful to you, provide a lot of return year after year. And of course it also helps that it's another platform that you may be able to monetize in the future in addition to Instagram. And I think it gives you a little bit more authority. I think when you come across somebody on Instagram that says host of, you know, and then their podcast title, it gives you a little bit more of that authority and expertise that people will trust you in your field. So I think it's definitely worthwhile pursuing creating content on an evergreen platform as well. The fourth tip that I would give you if you are starting totally from scratch with growing on Instagram, and that is engagement cannot be understated. Engagement is such an important part of a growth strategy. It is totally essential, especially when you are getting started because really what Instagram growth and community building is all about is building real relationships. You need to start from scratch making friends on Instagram, making friends with people that you think you can provide value to through your content. There's some tools out there that you can use. I've got lots of videos about Instagram engagement routines and checklists. You can also use eighty. It's something that I use for my clients and for myself to find new people to engage with on Instagram. It's very important that you spend, especially at the beginning, just as much time going out there and connecting with new people as you do on creating content. There really are two sides to an engagement strategy. I think about them as internal engagement and external engagement. I don't know if anybody else in the industry calls it that, but that's just my terminology for understanding the two different parts of this strategy. First, there is internal engagement. And that is really tending to the needs of your existing audience. So obviously this podcast is about starting from zero, but even if you have like five, 10, a hundred followers, wherever you're at, you do have an existing audience and you want to make sure that you're engaging with them consistently. It's all about building up friendships and community with the people that took time out of their day to follow your account, interact with your posts, and are reaching out to you over DM. They actually spent a moment to stop and comment on your posts, And so you want to show them some appreciation for that, get to know who they are, figure out how you can serve them better, create better content for them. Make sure that you're really spending time interacting with that existing audience and showing them that you appreciate the time that they spend connecting with you. So that's internal engagement. The other half of an engagement strategy is what I call external engagement. And that is really doing outreach there are 1 billion people using Instagram each month. And your job is to sift through these 1 billion people and find the ideal audience that you determined earlier. And now I have to say, this is a big job. Okay. This is not easy work. It is difficult. It takes research. It takes experimentation. It takes a little bit of looking around and doing some detective work. But when you do it and you spend time committed to finding your people, it is so valuable. Interact with them, find them using hashtags, visit their profiles, like and comment on their content, and make sure this should go without saying, but unfortunately I do have to say it, make sure that it's genuine, make sure that it's meaningful, make sure that the people you're coming across, you're like, yeah, I would love to be internet friends with this person and make that connection and show them that you care and You know, that is really what it's about at the beginning building relationships one person at a time. The fifth step in this five step plan from starting from zero in Instagram growth is have patience and don't be afraid to experiment. Building a true, highly engaged audience takes time and a lot of patience. Trust me, so much patience. I've been doing this for a long time, (laughs) though. There are some strategies you can try that can help you gain followers at a faster pace, like posting reels daily. That really does help. The one true ongoing strategy takes time. I have been on Instagram since it first started, and I've just now recently reached 19,000 followers, finally getting close to that 20K mark, and it has taken me a lot of time, effort, and patience, and following all the steps that I've outlined in this little guide. So, be patient. Don't get down on yourself if it's taking you a long time. It's okay. True growth really does take a long time. And it's just about providing value to a certain audience and doing that consistently over a long period of time. So, be patient. But also, don't be afraid to experiment. Experimenting is super important when you're trying to build your Instagram. I would experiment with creating and posting different forms of content if I was getting started and I was growing from zero. Since it is a newer feature on the platform, reels right now are absolutely essential to increasing your reach organically. Instagram is clearly pushing them, they're trying to compete with TikTok right now, and it can help you a ton to post reels. So, I would definitely add this to your regular content rotation. I think that you'll see a huge return on on investment on the time you spend on reels. I would also recommend. Trying text heavy infographics. These are really powerful storytelling tools and can provide a lot of education. And unlike captions, they can actually be shared and viewed directly on someone's story, which can help you a lot with organic reach and therefore growth. If you create valuable, visually attractive content and then someone shares it to their story, that might attract more followers because that person's followers might end up tapping on the post and going ahead and swiping through and then following your content. So it can be a really, really great organic growth strategy. Once you've experimented with different kinds of content, you're able to review the data on these posts, the insights, and see what types of content your audience vibes with the most, and then you can create more of it. So if you find out that actually your people really love graphic carousels more than they like photos of you, then keep on doing the graphic carousels, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe photos work better. Maybe reels are your thing. Whatever it is, experiment, see the results. You can get really Measurable metrics around these things, and then be able to make your decisions confidently, knowing that it's proven to work well. At the end of the day, it's all about building genuine and authentic relationships with your followers. And, real talk if you feel like you're too busy or too good to interact with the people that you're just trying to get to follow you and you're just in it for the follower count. It's not going to happen for you. There's way too many people that feel like, oh, I don't have the time to go out and interact with people. Well, then you don't have the time to grow on Instagram because why should people follow you if you don't even feel like you're willing to give them the time of day to talk to them and get to know them as a person? These people that you want to follow you, they're real people who deserve your respect and attention. So be patient, provide value, and genuinely care about the people who are following you and giving you their time. If you need some inspiration, you can check out my Instagram at Katie Steckley and DM me if you have any questions. I try to get back to as many messages as possible and see what I did there. I used this evergreen platform, which is my podcast, to promote and drive traffic to my Instagram. So if you have found me, especially if you found me and are listening to this podcast because you found Creator Club on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts app or whatever, I would love to hear from you because I always find it so fun when people reach out and let me know how they found me in this wide world of the internet. So never be afraid to send a message and make sure that if you're getting started, stay the course, be patient, be genuine, and it will all come together for you. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the creator club podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are. Send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley. So we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official creator club? You can join my insider squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you wanna hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out. And you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening. And as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams. And I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.